You're listening to Discover Church and our Summer at DC series with Pastor Curtis Jones. Good morning, Discover Church. How's everybody doing this morning? Good morning. Um, I'm in, thanks TJ, I appreciate the scream right there, I appreciate that. Um, my name is Cody Jones, um, if you don't uh, know me or haven't, I'm sure you've seen me around, but uh, me and my wife, uh, we help, we lead the uh, 302 student ministries team, and, um, and uh, so we have a lot of fun with that, we have a lot of cool upcoming events, so uh, stay, uh, uh, watch out for what we're doing there. Um, so I really, really, really want to thank you all enough. Us, our GO team members today were absolutely amazing. Um, as you see, uh, Pastor Curtis and Amy are not here. They are on vacation, um, which is great. We all love when they're on vacation because that means we're not on vacation, so that's always good. Um, but uh, he probably won't listen to this, so I can say whatever I want. So... Uh, <laughs> Um, so, real quick though, I got a few announcements. Um, if you're new to Discover Church, I just want to welcome you. Um, if you don't mind, please uh, fill out a connection card that you were handed uh, when you walk in, and uh, we'll put that into the offering bucket at the end of service. And after service, please visit our welcome table. Um, we'll have a, we have a small gift box for you uh, in, uh, to take home. Um, and if you feel free uh, at any time during the service, uh, pull out your cell phone because uh, we have the check-in challenge. And uh, if you feel like you're a little worried about pulling out your cell phones, don't worry. I'm used to, te- <laughs> I'm used to talking to uh, teenagers all day. So I'm used to people pulling out their cell phones. And this time, I promise I won't yell at you and tell you to put it away. Um, but all the check-ins is really neat. We're staying local. Um, all the check-ins go in to help um, um, donate to the Georgetown Boys and Girls Club. So it's pretty cool. We're staying pretty close to home there. And lastly, um, make sure you follow Discover Church on uh, social media or pay attention to your bulletins um, because we have a ton of small groups going on and a ton of new ones coming up for the fall. Um, most recently, uh, we uh, have a guy. I have a youth guy named Brody. Uh, me and Brody absolutely crushed two other adults uh, in our men's basketball group. Um, Brody is uh, 13, yeah, and uh, the adults are not 13. And um, we we pretty much showed them how to play. But even if you're not into basketball, we have a ton of uh, other uh, groups. Uh, pretty much, it'll go for anyone. So let's uh, let's get to it real quick. So now. Um, who's had a rough week? Because if you've had a rough week, I'm right there with you. This has been a rough week, almost to the point where I'm like, oh, if I can just get through this week, you know, it'd be, you know, it'd be fantastic. And then you know what happens, you get through the week and then the next week's coming. All right, so now I got to get through that week, you know, and everything stays really busy. And I know, you know, if at least, um, at least if you want to point a good part of the week. Uh, we got rain, Mr. Fred. Did you like that? Yeah? I mean, you could have used six days of rain, but we got rain. Um, we didn't know what that looked like. I actually saw a you know, raindrop. It hit the ground and dust came up. That's how dry it was. That's pretty nuts. And, uh, but anyway, it was a crazy week for me, and I'm sure many of you have weeks like this on a regular basis. But the issue that we have is when we have these crazy days, weeks, even months, that we tend to forget and push aside some really important things. Um, for instance, one of the important things I have, and anybody with kids are going to roll their eyes at me when I say this, so be, pre- be prepared. I won't look at you. Um, 
But I, uh, I, most of the time, I'll finally get home from work, and uh, you'll sit down on the couch. You'll finally find the station that you'll want to watch. Usually, it's the Orioles losing. And, uh, you know, it's, and I, I get to the station, and I'm laid back in my couch, and I have, I feel, you ever feel like somebody's staring at you? Like something's just, and uh, I look to the side, and I got these two dogs just staring me down, uh, saying that if you don't feed us, we're planning on eating you. So you got to decide what you want to do. Usually I get up really quick, uh, get some food in their bowl. But uh, yeah, it, don't worry though, I promise they eat. Uh, I don't need pet petter or whatever it is to come to my house because I said this in public. But, um, but, but they, they eat plenty. Um, they can barely fit through their new doggy door, so that's great. But, but this forgetfulness doesn't just happen in our daily uh, routines. It also happens in our walk with Christ. Church is a great place to pray and worship like we did today, but don't just leave it here, you know, take it with you. Dedicate a time and a place to pray throughout your day. Speak to God and allow, uh, speak to God and slow down enough to allow yourself to listen. Oftentimes we have great intentions to pray and build a relationship that we have with God, but we don't open up and allow it to happen. Um, now, uh, my wife, she is an amazing person. She's not in here, so she didn't make me say that. I, I just said that voluntarily. But um, her walk with Christ uh, is remarkable. It pours out into our relationship. Most mornings, she wakes up at like 5 o'clock and does her devotions and prayer. Um, and I don't know, if, if you know anything about me, or if you're here at 8 o'clock like the GO team is, I, I, you're like, he's the worst youth leader I've ever seen because he doesn't talk to anybody. It's because I am the worst morning person you have ever met. So the whole five o'clock thing would not be good because, you know, anything God would say, go through here, out here, I'd be like, it's five o'clock. I don't wake up till about 10. Um, but, but she does this because she, she knows that she can give that time to God. It's not like, uh, you know, something's going to come up at 5 o'clock other than her snooze button. But she knows that as long as she can stay committed to waking up at 5 o'clock, she has that time with God. And if you don't have that time, if you don't have the uh, time for just you and, and Christ, then that needs to be a major fix. We need to really go home and Find your schedule and make that time. Make a time that you know is going to work that you won't just keep pushing off. Because if you keep pushing off, it's just going to be a downward spiral effect. I mean, I don't know how many of you still pay for a gym membership and you haven't been to gym to two years, you know. So, believe it or not, your gym is no longer the same name as what you think it is. You know, it's changed. So, but, so we need to create that uh, time for just you and God. Okay, the people often uh, go, this is one of my favorite. go from church to church because they don't feel like the church is leading them to God. But that's, that's not it. That's not it. You're missing the entire thing. The, the church service today is just a springboard. But after the service, it's on you. You continue the prayer and the praise in your heart and in your home. Make it personal. God wants this relationship with you, but you need to allow it to happen. You need to give him time to speak to you. You need to allow your time, yourself to listen. And, and at home, a great springboard um, is, is a devotion or a, a Bible plan. And, but, but don't look at it as a task. That, that was an issue I was having. I, I was looking at it as a task that I could just check off. But don't look at it as a task that you need to check off, but instead listen. Make it like it's a life-changing event. My, my wife and I, we did the uh, Bible in a Year reading program, and I'm not saying that you need to jump right into that right now, but 
it's amazing to read about events that never get talked about, you know, and, and it's one of those things where we're adults, we don't think this is going to happen, but it's amazing to uh, hear a verse for the very first time that you've never heard before, and, and it just gets you, and you're like, what? why haven't I heard that before, you know, and, but the best part of the reading program is realizing, wow, God is good, you know, in the Bible, you're reading about war, a drought, an illness, you know, but, and what do the highest people of authority do? You know, they, the kings and everyone, they pray. And one thing that really hits me is, is they're praying to our God. Like, that's not a God like a That's the God that we were just praising about. Like, the, their worst time in their life, and they're going straight to God. You know, the same one we were just worshiping, the same one we pray to, the same one we yell at when things are going bad. Those kings, and the high, those kings of the highest earthly power and the highest education no, there's only one way to get through the suffering, and that's through our God. Now, it's easy to uh, look around and to see uh, the, the way the world's looking and to, to feel like we might be an outcast or odd, or, or when you go into a room and speak to what looks like no one, but, but there's no better feeling than to feel and see what God can do in your life. There's no better thing than to look back at something and realizing, wow, I prayed for that in possible circumstances, and God prevailed. God is great. Give him time and speak to him. Gain a relationship and build a stronger relationship by stopping and giving your time to God. Now, for me, um, and our worship team pretty much knows this, for me, one of the most important moments I have throughout our day is my worship time. Um, listening to worship music helps me get into the mindset uh, to pray and thank God for all he's done for me. Um, many of you have heard uh, the song uh, that's this verse, and that's First Chronicles 16.34. Um, that's, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Um, it, it's funny because I, I told Frank this a, a few weeks ago. Uh, Frank and Scott, they send me... Um, they send me the worship set, like uh, notes, uh, for me to practice and, you know, to uh, make sure I'm good to go for the week. Um, so uh, I told Frank, um, I, I, there, I have an issue with that. Uh, my issue is um, I listen to the songs, and my issue is I forget to listen for the drums. I get so caught up worshiping. I'm like, man, this is an amazing song. I love the words in this song. And then the song ends, and I'm like, shoot, was there drums in that song? You know, it's like, man, I got to i got to go all the way back through it. So, so if you guys uh, thought I did terrible today, just chalk it up. I was worshiping. You can't get mad at me for that. Um, so I was worshiping, and uh, that's why. But, but no, so I, I get so caught up with that. I'm listening to the words, and um, I, I just love to worship. I'm, off, I'm the weird guy in the truck beside you uh, that's just screaming. You know, and everybody's like, he's either mad or he's singing the best song of his life, and, and that's me. Um, but so Isaiah 25 uh, one um, says, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. Now, another extremely important part about worship music is the praise part. Um, yes, worship's good. Uh, wor- yes, we worship God uh, through music to become closer to Him, but the praise as- aspect uh, cannot be overlooked. We praise God because he is good and because he is great. When you're praising God this morning, you're telling the Lord, thank you, and I will give you praise to you for all you have done in my life. 
Um, one of my favorite verses, and I didn't want to put this in here because it's really long, but we're going to go through it, uh, is Psalm 150, 1 through 5. All right. I praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of trumpets. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with the timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Cymbals is the drums. Everybody want to know that? Okay. But praise him, but don't only praise him this morning, like we talked about at the beginning. Praise him on the way home, at your home. Allow it to become part of your routine. Find a unique way that is your way and that brings you closer to God. For me, my way is the worship aspect. Um, I've done um, plenty of of reading, and um, and I tend to often, I'll, I'll read the devotion, and then I'll think about it, and then I'll be like, man, I gotta, and then I'll try to research it, because I'm a history geek, and uh, then it went totally away from the devotion, because now I'm looking up, the, you know, who, what countries were during that time, and all this crazy stuff, but worship kind of keeps me zoned in. Um, worship, uh, I love how it's, you know, you have a song that's three or four minutes long, and the next song is totally different. They're not put together by a totally different artist. They could be uh, one's a praise and worship song, and another's a Toby Mac song. If you don't know Toby Mac, he's like a uh, rap Christian artist. Uh, and I'm getting the same message from both of them. And it's one of those things where that's when you know God is just right with you um, because he's getting something through you during that moment. But the if you feel like, you know, some of you, I, I feel... Think, believe this too is if you feel like your devotion and prayer time um, is great and you know you feel like uh, you know you you know you're, you're keeping on top of it the only thing I ask is that you keep it fresh that you don't allow it to become just a stare you know just just repetitive um, don't make it stale make sure that every time after one of those uh, devotions and prayer times that you have throughout the day that you leave in a better frame, a better mindset. Um, the most difficult time, though, uh, for uh, trying to set yourself in a situation where you can listen to Jesus is, is when we're going through something very personal, something difficult. Uh, if you had a week like me, you know, it, this week, you know, uh, it, that that was the tough thing is to allow yourself to slow down because. Satan wants to keep you down, and he wants to keep you thinking that your, your mind is just going. Your, the world's going. You don't have time to stop. You don't have time to look for, look for God. He blinds you from seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Satan wants to keep you from prayer and worship because he wants you, and this is huge, he wants you to feel like you're absolutely alone. And when you listen to the worship songs, like well, the uh, um, song we just sung, what's the name of it again? Yes. It is... The, that the whole point of that song is that you are not alone, you know. And and here, Satan's like, no, 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 no. You are alone. You're alone. And and then God and then he he makes you sing it seven times. And he's like, no, you're not. You're not. You know. He's getting it in your head. And it's one of those things where I don't know if you needed that, but boy, did I need that today. You know. So, uh, where am I at? Shoo. Okay. This. <laughs> This, though, is it, when you're in that difficult time, it's one of the most uh, important times to stop and pray, stop and worship. When, when bad times strike, don't just continue struggling and argue with God, asking him, why did you do this to me? 
but ask him, how do I get out of this situation? How do I overcome this? Give God time. Give God time. Give God a time that you know you can give him without the possibilities of backing out. And allow our worship here at church to only be the beginning. If I can get my worship team to come on back up real quick. Um, one, one thing that I love is, um, as we're getting ready to worship, um, I asked Frank to um, pick a song out. And he asked me what I was speaking about today. And I said, worship. And he's like, heck yes. You know, and, uh, and worship and prayer. And he asked me, what, what, is there a song that... Um, you know, you wanted me to pick. And I said, no, you go ahead and pick. You know, I'll see. And uh, my goodness, if you didn't pick, like, the best song you could have possibly picked. Uh, this song is called Who You Say I Am. And in the bridge, um, you're going to get chills. Because in, your, in the bridge, you're going to sing, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. And when you're having the, a bad week, that's huge. You are for me, not against me, who you say I am. I, all I ask is that you listen to what God is trying to tell you. When, as we sing this song, listen to what the Lord is trying to pour into your heart. When you go home, think about what's being spoken. Think about what's being sung. And really try to acknowledge what God's trying to tell you. If you would stand and we'll worship this last song for me.